Hey everyone, it's Dan from the Nostalgia Test Podcast. Just wanted to let you know if you're looking for a unique customized gift for your friends or family, hire the Nostalgia Test Podcast to create a special personalized private episode or to roast your friends or family. We create each personalized gift with special show notes and quotes just like the real thing. And also, why not invite us to host your next virtual event? Go to NostalgiaTest.com and click the Hire Us tab, and let's get nostalgic. On today's episode, we invite Brandon from the Namely 90s podcast to put four 90s power ballads to the ultimate test. Yeah! Welcome to the Nostalgia Test Podcast, the show where two longtime friends put their mainstream pop culture past to the ultimate test, the Nostalgia Test. There it is, ladies and gentlemen, Dan, with the little soundtrack after it. I'm loving the evolution of this, Dan. Love it. I know. I know. That was amazing. I know. Well, I was like, do you do you do those like off the cuff or you just like practice it like hours before our podcast? Like you're like, so I definitely no, I I'm wait. practicing them. I'm practicing them. And everyone, this is like behind the curtain of the podcast. Like before the podcast even happens, like 15, like a half an hour before we go on, I'm sitting there be like, what sound am I going to do? Yeah. Like, what am I going to say? Definitely practicing them, sometimes writing them down. I love it. <laughs> Welcome, everyone, to the Nostalgia Test Podcast. I'm Dan Dissinger here in L.A., and I'm here with my longtime friend and co-host, Manny Coelho. Manny, are you psyched? What's up, man? Yeah, I'm psyched. Uh, I have to say, I was uh, today was raining in New York, so mm. these were perfect. Usually, I, I'll listen to the, the things that we put to the test, especially music-wise, all week long. But um, I, I, I've had a crazy uh, week, as always, and then today was <laughs> rainy, so it was like perfect mm. to play these songs driving around yeah. today. It was like the soundtrack of my life today, oh, and uh, it was nice. awesome. I had a great time. Can't wait to put these to the test. I kind of, kind of jealous on, on one of the the uh, one of our <laughs> guests' choices because that's that's what I was going to do, and you kind of talked me out of it, so I chose <laughs> another one. But anyways, let's let's introduce our guest. It's a guest episode, and I love guest episodes. That's right, kind of changes it up for us, gives Absolutely. a little different perspective, and actually adds a little spice to the uh, podcast, changing up kind of our style of our podcast. Absolutely. So um, let's uh, let's uh, go, do your intro, Dan. Uh, yeah, oh well, we're yeah. here with uh, one of the uh, co-hosts uh, from the Namely '90s podcast, Brandon. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for participating in this nostalgia test, and yeah, for sending some killer songs. I mean, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, thanks for having me, guys. I I was surprised, Dan, you didn't do like a little air guitar riff after your <laughs> your sound there. In the you should have, or like a drum solo. Brandon, tell us a little bit. Tell the fans, our uh, listeners, definitely, especially Steve. Um, what? <laughs> tell us a little bit about your podcast and what you guys do. Well, hello there, Steve, and other listeners <laughs> of the Nostalgia, Nostalgia Test uh, podcast. Um, I'm Brandon. I am from Namely 90s. Uh, we're a, a weekly podcast hosted by two childhood best friends that focus on a month uh, in the 90s each episode. 
Andrew and I, we grew up a couple houses down from each other. Um, so we've known each other since I was two. He was probably three. We grew up in the 90s. We were kids in the 90s. So there's there's a little bit of like uh, memory gaps for us. So it's fun to kind of go back and look at the decade that kind of defined our childhood. And uh, Andrew is terrible at remembering everything. That's kind of become the shtick uh, now that we're on episode 90 something at this point, uh, not including all of our Christmas specials, which we do. Uh, we've been doing for two years now called the 12 days of Christmas specials where we have guest podcasts on and kind of just, um, look back at some nineties television, uh, Christmas episodes. Uh, so that's always fun. We like nostalgia. So naturally anything named nostalgia, um, kind of drew, drew us in and over to you guys. And, um, you can find us over at namely90s.com slash listen, find your platform of choice over there. Uh, but, or if you prefer visual stylings where we have a YouTube page where you could see me blather on about stuff like this, uh, <laughs> with my, my newly minted mustache, usually I have a nice beard going, but yeah, we, we dive into the nineties, um, for about 30 ish minutes a week, every Monday and kind of just have been making our way through um, and we'll have to make a change around 120 episodes because we'll have done everything. <laughs> well, when you got, oh, wow. when you say you do like a month, like, so you're saying you just, you picked from the day you were born and keep going or like, what do, and what do you guys review besides like we're, TV shows? And We're kind of, we're sporadic. So, um, I mean, we, we call it a nostalgia pop culture comedy podcast. And so, uh, each episode, um, it'll start off with us just chit chatting and then we'll go into, we, we haven't gone in chronological order. We've just kind of picked like whatever month it is. We'll do a year per week and kind of just, um, cycle through to the next month and keep the numbers going so it's if you're trying to listen kind of call out chronological order i'm sorry you're, 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 gonna, you're gonna have to wait until the end of the year when uh, when it's all been done and you can just go back and listen to how our audio has changed over a year yeah uh, two years at this point but yeah we we kind of just focus on I'll, I'll i'll pull a bunch of stuff like everything that's interests me that happened in in a month um like for example a couple weeks ago we did uh february 1993 groundhog's day came out or groundhog day excuse me i always say that wrong um <laughs> There was Double Dare ended um, the Nickelodeon show. Um, Michael Jackson talked to Oprah in a, a national interview. Like a lot of the stuff that's just going on in pop culture, we'll list off in the in the intro to the episode or kind of before the the mid episode break, and then we'll pick like three topics that we kind of really want to focus in on, um, or two topics that we know something about, and the third topic is me kind of just being like, you know, uh, falling down with uh, Michael Douglas. That's <laughs> That's something people need to see. I've never seen it, but it's it's a really cool movie. That's awesome. That's Did, awesome. Have you seen yeah. the documentary "The Orange Years"? Uh, yes. Uh, that was was that on Hulu. I I, I know I watched it uh, within the last couple months. It was that was a phenomenal, phenomenal. It really it gave me a great appreciation of what was going on because you always felt when you were younger like that era of Nickelodeon really felt like it was for people like us and uh it, it was it was nice to see that they really did think that way back then and now it's kind of just gone by the wayside yeah we actually got to do an episode with the director uh where oh, we really? just sat and talked about the documentary 
And yeah. it was phenomenal how everything worked out then and how, yeah, Nickelodeon wasn't really gearing towards like marketing to kids. They just wanted to make things for kids. And now it's mm-hmm. totally just I, a I mean, commercial machine. One so. of the smartest things that's said in that documentary is that like we weren't trying to pander. We were trying to just make something yeah. that they could appreciate because mm-hmm. then adults would appreciate it too, that the kids are, are actually responding to it. I didn't paraphrase that well. That's good, meatball. It's all good. It's all good. But now let's get to this test. Ooh. It's time. It's time. It's time. We sent. We shared. Uh, each of us brought a song, uh, a '90s power ballad, and we're we listened to them, and um, we're going to put them to the test. And then if we, I guess, if we have time, or we could do it as we're going along, see which ones kind of you know reign supreme over one or the other. The songs, just so everyone knows, we have from Brandon, Temple of the Dogs, Say Say Hello to Heaven. Um, I brought in Celine Dion's It's All Coming Back to Me Now. And Manny, you brought along November Rain from Guns N' Roses. And Brandon's co-host, Andrew, who couldn't be here with us, he also sent one, um, I Would Do Anything for Love by Meatloaf. Love it. That's the one one that I was going to choose. But Dan, Dan was Dan kind of like pushing me off of that me thing. Of no, Dan, you no. definitely talked me out of it. You definitely this happens did. Every time, and I'm kind Dan of annoyed. Is- I'm kind of annoyed at you. I don't have friends. I got family. <laughs> but then again, we wouldn't have a fourth one to talk about there we that. Go. Exactly. So, to, there we go. to be fair, uh, I, I was kind of like just going over ones for him to pick, and uh, I was like, he's probably going to pick Hootie and the Blowfish, and. He, <laughs> He he went with the meatloaf pick, and I was right. like, "Dang it, valid. Was, dude!" Ho- gonna- the Hootie one was good. I was like, "Oh yeah!" Like I was looking at the lists, and I was like, "Oh mm-hmm. man, yeah, that song. Oh, that song too." And then I was like, "And November Rain popped up because I think as we were doing this, Meatloaf died, so yeah. I had like <laughs> been playing his song. So like, of course, mm-hmm. I wanted that song. Then I was thinking in my head, I was like, "But to be truly passing this nostalgia test, like you would play it now." And I was mm-hmm. like, "Am I only playing?" I'll do anything for love, but I won't do that because it's ironic that he's dead now. So I'm playing it again. Like, it's not like I rock out to a, that song like all the time, but I did remember every single lyric and the, the video still sticks in my head like all yeah. the time. So, but mm-hmm. anyways, we'll get so to that part. Why don't we start with November Rain if you want to start with yours? Because I I would like to know why you chose November Rain. So I, um, cho- I chose this because... Like, so normally when we do this, Dan, I always think like first impression, like not going to think, not going to play it, not going to like look up things and I'm not going to, I'm just going to be like what I remember about it. And I remember the video. I remember MTV and the video being insane. Like I just remember it being long and I just like hair band, like Guns N' Roses was like at its peak and I just wasn't that I was like in love with that band, but like this song, I just remember constantly being played mm. on MTV. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I was like, yeah, I'm just going to choose this. And then like after listening to it, like, yo, the solo parts yes, is crazy. Like, I'm like, what makes a ballad? First of all, right off the bat, the the notes right off the bat, you remember. Like, you're like, oh, this is it. This is, this mm-hmm. you know, it it was crazy. Like the video... All the videos, I don't know if you guys like went and checked out the videos of these songs. Mm-hmm. There's this like long drawn out, like it's like dreary. Like yeah. they're all the same. They all yeah. like, mm-hmm. like, 
It's like poorly rain. lit. Yeah, poorly uh, lit. It looks like we're watching a horror film. You know, yeah. you know, like when, Frankenstein's when you, monster was about to be like made in this mansion that they're in, and everybody yeah. has a mansion. Everybody has a mansion. Yeah, of course. But but then when you get to the solo part, there's always like a bright light, and for some reason, Slash just standing in a desert, just just hammering yeah. on a guitar. Yeah, yeah. yeah then they're like, "All right, we're gonna go in a house. Then we're gonna show you on stage. Then we're gonna go like in a, a whole other location." I'm like, "How many locations did they go to shoot this video? Like, this was an oh, epic yeah. video. Like, mm-hmm. these are like mm-hmm. the times like like none of these were like. Did you guys listen to the radio edits or like the?" original versions i listened to the original yeah i the only one i didn't listen to the album version on was probably meatloaf's because that's 12 minutes and (laughs) oh i rocked meatloaf for like (laughs) in repeat i'm like my niece was in the car we were we were uh snowboarding this weekend and Mm -hmm. she's like this is a 12 minute song i was like yes it is for no reason we'll, we'll get yes, to it, it like it's too long <laughs> well it's like november rain does that it does that yeah. dip where it's like oh okay yeah it's, where you it's think over. it's over it's and not, you're like it's not, oh wait it's not even far from over it's not I, it ends at the seven minute mark then it goes on for another two minutes it ends at the eight <laughs> minute mark and then lasts until almost nine full minutes so it's it's yeah. it, it reminded me it, it reminded dies. me of like like kind of like um just like a be like um, what am I trying to say? You know, how like techno songs like bring you up and bring you down, bring mm-hmm. you like 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 the rhythm, like just like because they want you to like get crazy. That's mm-hmm. how this song was. It was like oh, like start off slow. I'm getting into it, and like like you said, like all right, calm them down for a second, and then get into it. But here's the thing about this ballad: you're not rocking this out anywhere, but like. In your house, like you can't play this at a wedding, can you? Like you can't. Probably not. A nineties wedding, a nineties uh, yeah. themed yeah. wedding. You're definitely playing this. If, 100%. if you had big hair uh, and you were getting married in the early nineties, you could probably have this as like your first dance. I, okay. I'm pretty, me, I'm pretty sure this ended up being some people's first dances, especially if they love metal. Like, and they're just like, "What's a good first dance for metal?" They can't play nothing else matters by metallica because you're getting married and so like you're definitely gonna give this because it is like a wedding i mean the video isn't it like a mar- like a wedding thing yeah they're they're yeah. in a desert at a chapel uh yeah. which looks like the kill bill chapel oh i was just gonna mm. say that right yeah <laughs> and and like i mean the greatest part is it's like the orchestra where they Did the Metallica playing with the orchestra come before or after this? After. 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 Okay. This was 1991. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, like, the instruments in this was phenomenal. This is a ballad. This is like, yeah. I'm not rocking this all day long. No. No, like, I'm not, like, if I'm just saying, like, it's nostalgic, definitely. And I, and like, while, and I was listening to it in the car before I watched the video. And I was like, this is great, but I need to see the video. Uh, can I say I think the video adds to it because on our visual episodes, um, this this hits the the top twenty five on the Billboard countdown a couple couple times. So I've I've watched the video through probably every single time it, it charts. Mm. And uh, for this for this recording, I was like, you know, I should just listen to the album version, and it felt muted to me mm-hmm. honestly when I was just uh, listening through without watching like Slash again in front of the chapel 
<laughs> yeah. Just right, slamming the guitar. I love that part. To me, that's the part that I want to see. Like, if I can get to that part faster, then like I feel good about listening to this song. But this there, song, there's is a, there's so a nice scrub scrub on the on the video. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this song is just so long, and mm-hmm. I I mean I don't know. I mean, to me, if I'm saying I'm, I mean, I would make this a. I would say this is a nostalgic song. I can't. I would not be able to pass this and like, cause I've not, haven't heard this song since yeah. this is the first time I've heard the song since the last time I heard it, which is like, I can't even remember when I even played a guns and roses song lately, which is really interesting. So I agree with you, Dan, but there are like, for some reason, so there's like random, like lyrics that pop through my head throughout like my life, like all the time. Uh, one of them being, um, some stupid song like uh how do you talk to an angel how do you talk to an angel holy nostalgia oh my god how do you hold her close to where you are it's like trying to catch a falling so you know what that is the heights horrible horrible show they had a band in it it was a terrible show about a band in the 90s it was terrible it was like made by the same people who did 90210 or it's kind of kind of like right but november rain just like the cold November rain pops in my head all the time, mm-hmm. but like that's it. It's not yeah, like I want to like sit there and like ten seconds of yeah. like a yeah. nine minute song. Yeah. I was gonna say, can you remember any other lyrics? No, and you just listen to the song. Yeah, and like even when like they're saying like cold November rain, that's it. Yeah. That's all I get. So like yeah. it definitely just stays nostalgic for me. Like. Mm-hmm. And and mm, you're right, yeah. Brendan. Like, the video needs to be played because you mm. need to see them rocking out the hair, the hat, the the desert solo. The hair and the hat. Okay. <laughs> so, Brendan, what do you think? Uh, November Rain. Uh, I I agree. It's just it's it it is one of those nostalgic uh, songs. Uh, but the only GNR song that I think I would put on a modern playlist or like a current playlist of mine would be Welcome to the Jungle because mm-hmm. it both up tempo and like psychs you up. This one never really gets to the point where uh, you like the next few songs that we have have like a, an up tempo section that makes mm-hmm. you feel pumped. Whereas November rain is, is truly about more ballad than power. Uh, Cause it just kind of takes you, it takes you up, but it doesn't really get you to the, the, the peak. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I agree. Yeah. yeah. All right. All right so Goodbye. November rain. Well, <laughs> so Brandon, <laughs> let's go, right, let's go to yours. Cause I, I have to say this was a really great surprise but yeah go ahead talk yeah uh so i picked say hello to heaven by temple of the dog mm-hmm. um for for me it, it 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 is nostalgic and it's it's um near and dear to my heart because pearl jam is like one of my favorite bands uh temple of the dog as you may or may not know is essentially modern pearl jam with chris cornell singing mm-hmm. as well um they're, it's they were formed after Mother Love Phone. The lead singer Andrew Wood died of a heroin overdose, um, and Chris Cornell was his roommate. Uh, so that's Chris Cornell of Soundgarden. If Chris Cornell doesn't hit enough memory uh, neurons for everyone out there, um, so he put together this tribute band called Temple of the Dog. I always loved Hunger Strike. Um, that's a, um, the other single from from that album that everyone knows. But it's just like um, 
Chris Cornell plus Pearl Jam makes a beautiful, beautiful combination <laughs> for me. Uh, I, I once karaoke this song in a video game bar. <laughs> really? Um, yeah. Uh, and actually, Andrew was there as well. Um, we, we were like, uh, what can two nerds do while we're at home for uh, the holidays? And uh, we went to this video game bar and it turned out to be a karaoke night. I was like, I, I need to try singing this song because it was in the songbook. It's never in any songbook because it's a six minute song and there's like a two minute solo. <laughs> uh, so it's like, um, yeah, but I, I went up and I did the and like if that's not a terrible right now think of me drunk at a, a carry or a video game bar singing that because uh, there's nothing to do but play Mike Tyson's punch out and sing karaoke that got me ball I know it was all out of quarters um, but yeah it's <laughs> that's, that's awesome because I would say like Chris Cornell's voice is just one of the greatest voices of all time I mean mm-hmm. As soon as he started singing, I was like, I need to sit down and cry because, like, one, it's going to be five years that he has passed away. Um, Wow. Already. Wow. Yeah, he passed away in May 2017. And so, but, like, when you go back and you listen to his, his, he had, like, one of the best voices, in my opinion. I would say in the 90s when it came to rock, I think Chris Cornell has, like, the I mean, to me, that's, Mm -hmm. like, that's 90, that, like, defines the 90s. You know, like. I, I I will say that the one thing about this song in the beginning, I didn't recognize it. Like the mm-hmm. the, the chord, like the other chords in the beginning, each song I was like, oh, it's that song. That was weird. Um, <laughs> it's not <a> good song. <laughs> I love Batman. You know what's <laughs> weird um, about that si- that chime that just happened? It's <laughs> none of, that app is mm-hmm. deleted on my laptop and it still comes on for some reason. There's like this virus that's just stuck onto my Google Chromebook that. <laughs> You know, Dan, you could delete this out of the podcast. Yeah, what but, is happening? Like, today's episode of the Nostalgia Test Podcast is brought to you by Lethology Brewing, located at 211A Main Street in Farmingdale, New York. Please go to www.lethologybrewing.com for more information. That's L-I-T-H-O-L-O-G-Y brewing.com. But anyways, back to this. I didn't recognize the song at first. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, what is this? And then I was like, oh, yeah, this song, and loved it. Had a great time with it. Definitely yeah. brought me back. Um, definitely not like one I was rocking all the time, but like just the voice got me to like all other songs he's played and like just like other, you know, 90s bands that I remember like listening to. So, yeah, it I, did, I it, it did a lot for my nostalgic like brain and feelings. it definitely hit all the nostalgic <laughs> like all the nostalgia um and to me like it, it really like because you'd never hear a you never there's not a lot of discussion about temple of the dog like there's not a mm-hmm. lot of talk like but they were one of the i would say probably one of the better super groups and they had like a real sound like they had like a very like distinct sound that made them a super group and it wasn't it wasn't like corny it like really worked i feel like um at the same time i would say like this one is like this song is weird i have like a i have like a hard time being like i really love this song it passes but i think it's still just very nostalgic i'm like on the fence like i'm on like i'm really like one toe in each space almost like i'm just like it's nostalgic but it's like good and i'm gonna keep playing it i don't know i'm like right there 
I think so. This was the out of our four picks. I think this was the hardest one to classify as a power ballad because when you gave me the assignment, I was like, yeah, power ballads. Awesome. But then in my head, when I think power ballads, I think like hard rock power ballads, like Mm -hmm. glam rock, uh, hair metal, like those styles and the grunge is kind of killed that genre. But this was this was like 1991. So it was still in that era between uh, finally killing the last glam hair bands like Guns N' Roses uh, (laughs) and and allowing the Seattle grunge scene. I'm from Seattle. So this is kind of this is this is all just a bias being thrown at you guys right now. but yeah, so the the more superior grunge rock with its soul from <laughs> Seattle, um, and you know we still had wild hair, but it wasn't like poofy. Yeah, they didn't use hairspray in it. They just chose yeah. not to wash it. Yeah, that was grease. You just had grease. It's that's how it went. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, the punk rock era had the egg egg whites in their hair. They just, yeah. we just didn't wash our hairs. That's it. Um, but yeah, for me, I would actually I would put this. I would still put this on a playlist, but like I said, Pearl Jam's one of my favorite bands. Um, like '90s grunge still uh, frequently ends up on one of my playlists. Mm. So, so if we're putting this to the test, you're saying it passes it, like you would pass the test because yeah. you're playing this now. Yeah, bro hugs. All right, I'm. I, I'm. I think after like I'm gonna be. I'm putting it as still nostalgic because it's still. Like there's something like I don't know. Like I loved it, and I thought it it let it definitely opened that door to go into this this album again and really listen to it even more and possibly have a whole episode about it. I don't know, but like this was a really Dan. If you're gonna have a whole episode about it, you're gonna do it, Brandon, because I will totally admit. (laughs) I'll totally admit that I don't. I don't remember. this album so what do you think manny i'm going nostalgic still i'm saying nostalgic just because like so i'm gonna totally you know like i wasn't in i I like pearl jam but i didn't really get into temple of the dog i didn't you you were telling me about it and i was like i guess i didn't have there was certain influences in my life that that people that were introducing me to different bands and different genres and at, I guess at that point, nobody was bringing this up or I just didn't even think about it. Um, so it was nostalgic in a way of just like making me remember other mm. like bands that yeah. I would listen to that sound similar. Yeah. But like I didn't know anything about Temple of the Dog. I, just listening to you two, I was like, oh, I learned so much now. <laughs> so like I, I was like, yeah. where was I when this was happening? Like what was I doing? And I was like, I don't know. Maybe I was at a new kids on a block concert with my twin sister. Who knows? <laughs> I will say this though: I would rather listen to this song than November Rain. I think. I, I this might be controversial, but I feel like Mike McCready shreds a little harder than Slash in this song. <laughs> Those two compared, not mm. not like entire works. <laughs> no, that's but, a hot take yeah, right there. No, that's a hot I, take. Yeah, yeah. No. Yeah, I, I agree. I'm gonna come over to fire. Uh, oh, nice. I totally agree. I think like this song to me, I would I would go back and listen to this more than November Rain. I love Batman. Man, all right. No, but- <laughs> no, no. I'm 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 agreeing. I'm just saying it's gonna stay nostalgic to me, and I think I'm yeah. gonna, I'm gonna have to now get into this to see if I actually enjoy more yeah. these songs because I did I did enjoy the song. Like I told you before, like I it was the one song that in the beginning the first five seconds of the song i wasn't recognizing the song 
So I was mm-hmm. like, where where was I when mm-hmm. this ca- came out? So I was trying to figure that out as a child. Yeah. Like, w- was I wrestling at the time? Why didn't the wrestlers play this? Like, why weren't we? Why wasn't this one of the th- I think things being I, played? You know, I think it's because the that album it got play, but it it was like they only had one album, right, Brandon? Mm-hmm. If I, yeah, yeah, it was just a tribute album. Yeah. So. And that that one song, "Hungry" or "Hunger," or whatever, that that's the one that they played. Constantly. Hungry Strike, yeah, yeah Hunger Strike. The, that's the one they played was all over, all, okay. all over the place. Yeah, all right. Uh, plus, uh, it might being West Coast um, or even just Seattle, it might have just not have gotten outside before like mm. uh, ten from Pearl Jam came out within a year of this album coming out. Oh, that's okay. right. And Got yeah, it, definitely. So yeah. just the plays were different in different radio stations and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Got it. Absolutely. Wow. Mm. All right. Excellent. So let's jump into mine. A, I, I, now when I was thinking of power ballads and I think it's such an odd, it's an interesting category because it's like, yeah, I, like you, Brandon, I was like, I could pick like a, a, a great hair metal type of like ballad. Right. But mm. then I'm like, d- on social media, this song has been coming up so much that I have to go back and I had to listen to it over again. And I was like, wow, this is a, this to me like fits into the power ballad category because one, it starts in a place and then it just like lifts into outer space. Like it's just like Mentos, the fresh maker. And oh, yeah. her vocals, Celine Dion, if anyone's like, this is like, it's all coming back to me now. by. Celine oh, you Dion. didn't want to do the one by Meatloaf. <laughs> no, I don't want to do the one by Meatloaf, which was. But the video is such, such a tribute to Meatloaf's videos. Like no. her videos. Were no. you about to call me? Taking <laughs> <laughs> that out. That's got me more. Fuck Manny, yeah. this album that the meatloaf that he did it on in 2006, the Bad Out of Hell three yeah. album. Yeah. This his version is trash. I watched. Oh, no, it. it's trash. I watched and it it's too. It's a duet and it's crap. It's it's crap. It's crap. It, it's not good. It's like Three Musketeers bad. No, I just thought it was funny because if you watch this video, it's basically oh, like God. it's basically. It is Three Musketeers bad, but it's basically the exact video of I'll do anything for love, but I won't it do is. that. There's like, but there's like roses and yeah, and he's not a monster. It's not Frankenstein's thing. There's a motorcycle. Yeah. There's flying petals of roses. Like yeah. it was like they just watched did the same director do this movie. Is I mean, this uh, video is why I want, what it's I wanted to know. Horrible. I'm, I'm curious. Do you remember any Meatloaf video that doesn't have him on a motorcycle and in a castle as a monster? No. Like, First of all, the video. No, he played that whole thing. He's like, I'm not that good looking. I have to make myself even uglier and yeah. make myself a monster. And yeah. we'll just do this. So even the video worked. to uh, Love by a Dashboard Light or whatever, that one. Yeah. Um, it's just them, him performing it on stage. He looks like a monster. He is a monster. I mean, he looked like, and I know, I feel bad we're talking about a guy who passed away, but he, you know, he looked. He, and we're not even doing a song yet. <laughs> yeah. We, but, you know, it totally, his, his, the version on, from 2006 is not mm. good. The 90s, the version that Celine Dion sang was amazing i love this song um and actually like it like psychs me up when i hear it at any like when she's just like at the end like baby baby and you're just yeah. like yeah oh, that's got me more 
Fuck all more pop. <laughs> the, the 90s was really good at like female vocals just ramping mm. up and up and up and then having that quick pause and mm. then like say Whitney Houston with mm-hmm. the I will always love you. Oh, yeah. Belting it at the end. Belting it. Yeah. That, yeah. Like uh, mm-hmm. it's like that pause where they need to breathe because they're about to belt for like three minutes straight. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. No, I, I agree, Dan. I thought this was great. Um, I haven't heard this like yet. Uh, TikTok is there's like a whole trend going on, right? It's this song, yeah. Yeah. And um, my niece, so my niece is 19, and she's been doing, she's been singing a lot of ballads. So like her age group is now really into what we grew up in with, yeah. Because Mm -hmm. like I'll be I'll be driving and snowboarding with her, and she's like playing this playlist, and I'm like, why are you listening to this? She goes, oh, everyone loves this right now. And I was like, yeah. oh, so that's what you're, so that's their oldies, right? Like when we were, you know, and I was like, oh man, I hate you. Like, yeah, it's all really coming back else. to them. <laughs> it's all coming back to them now. Uh, I mean, we're only a few years off from being the same age Deborah Joe Rupp was when she started playing Kitty on that 70s show. Oh boy. So, wow. yeah. No! Just thought I'd make yeah. us all aware of that. I mean, I just turned 41, so I was like, man. And, but like, but I'm glad to see the young people liking these songs. Like young people, you know. But um, this is this is a great video. It's so long, um, radio version. I'll only really highlights all the good parts, obviously. Yeah. But um, a nice five minutes, thirty one seconds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I that's mean, long what, for radio, right? That's Billy, long for radio. Billy Joel would argue oh. that that's too long. They got to cut it down to three oh five. That's right. Uh. <laughs> Brendan Fuller hates Billy Joel. He's like, fucking Billy Joel. Of course, a Long Island guy said Billy Joel. No, I, I, I really like moving out. Okay. Uh, yeah. I, I could probably name Piano Man if I'm being cliche. And there was that SNL sketch in the early 2000s with Lindsay Lohan in the back of a cab and Horatio Sands playing Billy Joel as uh, he tries to. Um... So it didn't really reach you, Billy Joel's, any of re- Billy Joel's songs? Uh, I, I, I mean, not when they came out, I came back to them like in my preteens, I would say, uh, moving out, moving out the musical came out when I was probably in the sixth grade. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. So I was like, oh, I I heard that song in a commercial. I might as well check out this Billy Joel guy. (laughs) (laughs) It's just funny to hear that from like someone that's not from like the East coast to see like what they feel about Billy Joel. Cause obviously he's still popular enough that he he's multi millionaire from records, not just from people buying it from the East coast. So it's like, well, what does a West coast person feel about him? You know, so. you know, it's, it's kind of, it's shameful to say, I probably didn't hear, uh, we didn't start the fire until the office did the, the version. What? Uh, <laughs> That's my karaoke song, by the way. Wow. <laughs> and that's my karaoke song, not only at a video game bar, but any bar. Even a, a, a ski mountain bar, a kid's bar where I'm just cursing, we didn't fucking start this fire. It was, it was bad. New Orleans. <laughs> yeah, New Orleans. That's true. But oh, um, man. back to this song. And that's a nostalgia test tangent. Celine well, Dion. I yes. Love this song. It's all coming back to me now. Yes. It's all coming back to me now. Yeah, I think this is great. I, 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 I gotta admit, I'd still rock it. I think it passes the I'm, test. I'm I think it's still, I think it still st- stands the test of time. It's on TikTok, or you like, you see it. It's trending. 
even when you when it's playing, it does it does a really good job of remem- like yeah. reminding you. And she's killer vocals. She's killer. a monster. Killer. Yeah. I would love to have seen a version of this song done with Chris Cornell and Celine Dion. Ooh. Wow. Yeah. I have to go get her wipe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they could still do that with a hologram. I don't want no hologram, Chris Gordon. I mean, have you seen what they've done with uh, Mark Hamill on The Mandalorian? It's it's creepy. Oh, how, God, how, it's so creepy. How his face almost looks normal now, but his voice is still very yeah. together from previous things. You know what I don't get about that, too? It's like, why not just have a, a person play I, that character? Seen, so, like, we understand acting. We understand yes. that other people can play a role. Like... But no man, just can't it must be it, Mark Hamill. People can't yeah. let that go. It's crazy. I it's mean, like, Sebastian Stan. I've seen. I've seen those posts where they're like, he looks exactly like Mark Hamill did. I'm like, yeah. I could, I could, I could give it to that. I, I would be fine with that. Yeah. Um, but uh, it's all coming back to me now. Um, I had one one small note, and it was we were complaining about the length of November Rain, uh, and how it would stop. It stopped twice before finishing, uh, or it ended twice before finishing. Um, this song did the same thing. You get to maybe the end of the six, uh, close to the end of the six minutes, and then there's still like a whole extra minute of her trying to just meandering out with the piano and the (laughs) and and small sounds she was going with the ballad man she loved she's like okay yeah okay we're gonna continue it no no no. more but that's what's so great about a power ballad does that thing it's like it's like this part was like if you touch me like this like it's just like it's just like it's been going crazy that it goes down and all of a sudden it's like yeah I have to go get her wipe. It's like out into the, like into outer space, like, and then it's just like, and that's the end of the song. But like, it's like uh, a roller coaster where yeah. uh, it, it's a long ride up to to when it starts to get exciting, and then mm-hmm. after it's all over, you kind of have that slow taxi back into yeah <laughs> where you get on or off. Yeah, it's kind of like when if you go to Disney World or Disneyland, you do the um, Splash Mountain, and like you you finished, you gone down. <laughs> You're all wet. It's, t- you know, whatever. It's awesome. But then it's that long taxiing it back to the beginning. And you're just like, and this is like, just like, oh my God, I want off this. My pants are wet. I'm sitting in a puddle. And it's just like uncomfortable. So it's just like the fun has happened. And now it's just like, are we there yet? Like, I need to go. So so you're saying it's not passing the test? No, I'm I'm passing this song. I, I'm I'm saying Celine Dion's song passes the nostalgia test. Okay. Brandon? Um, I would absolutely pass the radio at it. I'm, I'm on the fence about the long version, but I would say yes. Uh, with with Dan's adequate description of how wet he was after uh, getting <laughs> off the ride. Um, yeah. I have to go get a wipe. Yes, I, I, I will say it is. I would put it on a playlist, a uh, current playlist. Awesome. All right. Danny? No, I definitely think it passes, so. All right, so we go to uh, your partners. Um, yes. Pick. Uh, I I try to do impressions, but I don't do impressions of him. I feel like you get angry. Um, I would do anything for love, but I won't do that. By Meatloaf uh, is Andrew's pick. Um, I just wanted to say his name was Robert Paulson. Holy nostalgia. 
Yes. Uh, <laughs> yes. Uh, One of the best roles you've ever played. Mm-hmm. Uh, way better than the creepy bat on a motorcycle vampire in yes. the music oh video God, for this. Seriously. I love Batman. Uh, but yeah, RIP Meatloaf. Um, th- I would do anything for love, but I won't do that. Was uh, on Bat Out of Hell 2, Back Into Hell. So I think that kind of just negates the <laughs> title to 2. Um, bat Bat 2. Uh, is that Batman Returns? I love Batman. Uh, so this came out in 1993. There's an album version that is 12 minutes and one second. Ridiculous. A, a single version is five minutes, 13 seconds. A B-side single is six minutes, 30 seconds. And the video version that I think we all watched uh, was uh, seven minutes and 40 seconds. That's mm-hmm. the one I watched. That's the one I watched. Yeah, um, that's the one too that I don't know. There's this, these two guys on TikTok. They're really amazing. Uh, Twins, the new trend where they watch songs for first time. I like those guys. And yeah. they, they were watching this song for the first time. And there was an edit where like they were watching and going, okay, okay. And then it was like waiting to get to the song. And you can see where like they punched in again. And it was just like, <laughs> okay, here's the song finally. And I remember. <laughs> Because in the beginning, it's ridiculous. Totally. Getting it's like the guys like trying to be like Michael Jackson, making like you know thematic like this whole movie going on. Yeah, it's like it opens up with a a title card that says, "I have traveled across the universe through the years to find her." Sometimes going all the way is just a start. Was he an alien? (laughs) I I've never understood this music video. (laughs) yeah like he's getting chased by cops and is he the guy on the bike or is he the witch that's like poisoning the apple from like snow white like what is happening in this in this video i'm not really sure but no i'm not sure at all it's like a rock version of like the phantom of the opera but at yes. the same time, mm-hmm. yes. it's also Beauty and the Beast and it's also Grease and it's I don't know, like yeah. it's everything. Yes, yeah. there's a lot going on. But at least Blue, Blues Traveler picked a theme when they did uh, their ru- music video for Runaround. It was just a fake guy on a stage. Yeah. That's all they needed. <laughs> yeah, oh, no, man. but like, all right, let's get to this song. I hate this song. No! So guys, if you like um, Nostalgia Heads podcast, please don't forget to like and subscribe. Yeah, subscribe and like. like Follow us on all social media outlets that you can find us and where you can get podcasts. Podbeam, Spotify, (laughs) Apple. (laughs) I... I can't. I, I hate you, Dan. I can't. I just. Why can't. do you hate the song? Yeah, you should. You should tell us why you hate the song. That's probably because be like you thing. go from like loving Celine Dion's song, but you hate yes. this song. Do you just hate Meatloaf? Never a big Meatloaf fan. I was no, never a Meatloaf fan. I so like Paradise by the Dashboard Light, not your thing. Oh, Paradise he loves, by the Dashboard. He loves. No. He loves long songs, obviously. Yeah, they need to be like short. that song itself yeah. goes a restart like four times, and then there's like a whole like baseball game going on at one point <laughs> yeah I, I like and i used to listen to like q104 uh in, on long island the classic yeah. station anytime this meatloaf any meatloaf song came on i was like oh, i'm in for it now and like i just had i would change it i just don't he's a great singer i'm not going to say that he wasn't talented that he wasn't a good singer all those things i'm going to give all that i just the music is just not for me i don't get it I don't I don't like it. I can't listen to it. I just don't get it. So you just did you give this song a chance at all or you were just like No, of course I did. 
Maybe. <laughs> I listen. I don't think you it. did. I think you have the glasses. I totally. Of, I hate meatloaf. No, I totally gave it a chance and I didn't like it again. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, sorry. I'm going to disagree with you big time. I think this this song is killer. It, I I was rocking out, and it does end like eight times. I think. Yeah, <laughs> Maybe. Exactly. Yeah. Right. It's right. I, but I didn't the, take notes on this one. <laughs> This one ends. There's like there's such a high, and then it's like, doom 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 doom, doom like rocking out, and then like she comes in, and then it just like kind of ends. She's mm-hmm. like, you know, you're, you'll, you're you're gonna start cheating on me. You're gonna leave, and he's like, I won't do any, I won't do that, and then it just kind of ends. But there's like a middle part that's just like rocking out, and I was screaming in my car, screaming. That's got me more. Screaming. Yes, Dan. <laughs> That's epic. <laughs> Yo, you can look at our TikTok video. I'm actually I did a video on this. <laughs> yes. Um also it's been used it, the, that just triggered. It's been used in a commercial uh for M&Ms from like Yeah. Yeah. I want to say 5 years ago, but that if I don't think it was five years ago anymore. I think it was 10 years ago at this point. Probably, yeah. Anytime we say five, it's like, wait, hold on. Yeah. Quit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but um, yeah. And so while I was listening to this, I was like, I could really use some chocolate coated in a candy covered <laughs> shell. And, um, Marketing works. Yeah. Right. You know, Betty White died, and all I want to do is eat Snickers. Um, <laughs> just kind of oh now that you're saying that yeah was was the video was the video used in it too in the eminem commercial like where he's in the the video or is that a different thing no it's well that was a different eminem commercial that was a different house yes (laughs) Yes. yeah why he's always up as the phantom of the opera (laughs) he's always in something haunted he was in this he's haunted in the his version of like it's all coming back to me now i feel like it's the same guy from this video but now he's like 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 in beauty and the beast he's like a human being now and Mm -hmm. you know in a haunted house but then he's not then there's a ghost that video is really weird too but like tell you same director I don't like this song. <laughs> Meatloaf. <laughs> I don't yeah. like this song. Meatloaf went to Slee and Dion and was like, if you're going to do this song, you have to do this kind of video. Well, yeah, uh, he was like, no. <laughs> did you see that there, uh, he actually got sued so he couldn't record the song before Slee and Dion, uh, the previous song? Mm. It's all coming back to me now. Mm. Really? Uh, really? Yeah. The writer of that song, uh, Milov wanted to, to record it and then he sued him so that he couldn't use it. And then he finally got to record it for Bad Out of, Bad Out of Hell 3 after Selene, Selene had it. So Selene had it first. Yeah. Well, she had well, a second. Me, yeah, she had a second. Okay. Yeah. Got it. He had a third. <laughs> she should have he should have gave, gave up at that point, especially when he was like making a, an album that was like Bad Out of Hell 3. Yeah. Like Listen, if, if you've reached uh, a point where you're releasing albums with China next to Chinese democracy, you should take a step back. <laughs> That's it. Like, seriously, I don't know. I, okay, so I'm going to say this doesn't pass the nostalgia test. And for me, it's just not even nostalgic. I'm not saying that it's a bad song overall. It's just not for me. I don't like it. Um, 
I'm not going to, I don't ever want to return to this song. Dude, it's not nostalgic at all to you. It doesn't even bring up yeah. any feeling. It's nostalgic. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Bring up what? Your hatred for this. Uh, yeah, it brings you up the nostalgia of going, who the fuck listens to me, love? Oh, I have a best Manny. friend who does. Yeah. Manny listens to me, love. And I have to say, I'm probably oh, the only one who does. Now, Steve's probably going to talk, chime in somehow and be like, I listen to me, love. Seems like they request this all the time at bars. Yeah. Fuck you, Steve. <laughs> and you just watch these balls bang into each other, banging back and forth. So I'm saying, <laughs> I'm, no, Manny, we already know your answer. But <laughs> Brandon, no, no, I'll tell you, I'll say this, though. It's very nostalgic. I don't know if it would pass the test now. I'm not, like I said it before, like, yeah, I rocked out to this because of this, uh, like this episode, but I'm not listening to this all the time. So I would say it's just very, very nostalgic. Yeah, uh, honestly, so when we picked this, I I thought it was going to pass the test. I was like, this is the only song in the 90s that hits the the hard rock power ballad to me that I could think of off the top of my head. And I, I forgot Guns N' Roses uh, released that album in 1991. That's it. But like, honestly... The first third of the song, I think, passes. passes. Uh, <laughs> if, if you could cut it down to the single version, I would pass it. But if we're going full album version, I wouldn't put this on a modern playlist that I listen to because it starts and stops too many times. And it's the same song until you get to the last third or fourth of it um, with mm. the duet. And even that doesn't carry the whole song into going onto a playlist unless I needed filler. If I had like a 45 minute playlist and I'm like, I need something to round it out to, to close to an hour, I would put this on twice. Yeah. And you got to play it like people are already drunk enough to like be cheesy enough to be like, oh, we'll, we'll sing this song and, and not realize that we've been singing it for seven minutes. Just saying, yeah. I'll do anything for love, anything you bet. Dream yeah, now. like that's the thing. Like it's two minutes. It's like, whoa, do, 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 do. like it's just like okay. What won't you do? A bunch of other lyrics prior to this. You could have written something here, or just go. Doesn't need to be twelve minutes long. Yep. Yeah, it's that special drunk where you're you're forgetful enough that you you're like, oh yeah, this is an awesome song. You're you're forgetful enough that you don't notice it repeating, but you're not so drunk that you're like. Have I been stuck at this bar for an hour listening to the same song over and over again? Yeah, it's just like me Loaf is sitting there with the song and they're like, well, Pink Floyd has a 15-minute song. Like, let's do that. And it's just like, no. How about you don't do that? If <laughs> you just yeah. focus well, on making a five-minute rock song. Can you imagine if he broke this up into part one, two, and three? <laughs> like, that's it's already a long title with the first parentheses. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is uh, Brandon for K Rock 103.3. Uh, we're going to be playing I Would Do Anything for Love, but I won't do that part one. <laughs> and a little later on the hour, uh, we have I Would Do Anything for Love, but I won't do that part two by Meatloaf coming at you. <laughs> you got to do that all before the chime comes in. <laughs> oh, all now right. Now for station identification. Oh yeah. <laughs> so, guys, if you like um, nostalgia. Podcast, please don't forget to like and subscribe. All right, guys. Well, so, that's it. So, the last thing, because I know we're we're strapped for time, Dan. But I wanted to say, what who, which one of these four are we saying wins the whole thing? 
I don't think November Rain wins. I can't no. put November Rain in there. And I'm on it. Go November Rain. That's it. That's my ch- my choice is November Rain. I don't even think. I, no, I think those two. Even I'll do anything for love, but I won't do that. Although I love seeing it, I don't think it does it either. It's a really hard one. To me, it's between it's between Say Hello to Heaven and It's All Coming Back to Me Now. And it's really hard. I don't know. But that those are the two I'm putting there like as like battling it out. I think it really depends on the mood I'm in. Because they're both power ballads and they're both ballads and they're both doing something. But like the Temple of the Dog song is more like, like you said, Manny, if I'm staring through the window and it's raining and I'm just like looking for that bit of heaven where like the Celine Dion song is like, you know, it's, yeah, the Celine Dion song is like, I don't know, there's something triumphant about that song where I'm like, I don't know, I'm a, I need that kind of like push to go to, I don't know. It's really hard, but it's definitely between those two for me. Okay. Uh, as a Seattleite, I definitely identify with the, uh, you need to be looking out the window at rain for the, the Temple of the Dog song. Um, like my bias, I would suggest the Temple of the Dog song, but honestly, I think it's a Celine Dion. I'm going with Celine Dion, man. Isn't that weird? That's it. That's right. Celine wow. Dion wins the Battle of Ballots <laughs> on the, the nostalgia the test. All right, well, um, this is great. Brandon, uh, let everybody know where we can find your uh, podcast again. Oh, yeah. Uh, I am Brandon from Namey 90s. You can find us at namey90s.com slash listen every Monday and uh, namey90s.com slash YouTube if you want to see our ugly mugs. And, yeah, you can find us on Twitter at namey90s with 90s. Um, also on Instagram at namey90s with 90s. And um, if you have Facebook, you get the Instagram posts. So congratulations for using Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> that does not pass well, well brandon thank you so much for coming this was super fun um i feel like definitely would love to have you back and like hit up one of these you know do a full album or something but so great to have you here do nice the power ballads yeah well, forget about albums i'm doing a tv show with brandon <laughs> They, yeah, they're yeah. doing anything yeah. 90s. We don't have to just do music. So. Well, you, well, I know. you guys well, will have to come on uh, one of our specials coming up. Too. Nice. Absolutely. Sweet. But everyone, we would love to hear which one of these power ballads you think passes the nostalgia test. Which one reigns supreme. If there's something on here that's like, mm, the hell with these ballads. What about this one? Throw it in the comments. Follow us on Instagram and TikTok at the nostalgia test. On Twitter at nostalgia test. And, you know, hit us up with a five-star rating. And uh, we'll see you on the next test, everybody. Peace. Tailspin. (laughs) That's one of my favorite shows of all time. Thanks for listening to today's episode. Please subscribe to the Nostalgia Test podcast to know when new episodes drop. Don't forget to leave us five stars and a positive review so more people can find the podcast. Share your thoughts and memories on today's topic on our Twitter at Nostalgia Test and on Instagram at The Nostalgia Test. Tune in next time because you never know what pop culture will pop up on The Nostalgia Test.